Give the secret handshake. Check your cloaks. And remove your tinfoil hats. This is the Illuminati Social Club. The podcast you don't want they to know about. This is bullshit. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the mysteries we will examine. Welcome. Welcome to the final season. The final season of the In Search Of series here on the Illuminati Social Club. I'm your host, Jason from Parma. And joining me for this final season, season six, the end of the road. From Tampa, Florida, Mr. Oliver Rockside. If I could do a Kermit impression, I'd do the hey thing. (laughs) (laughs) And from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Doc Pinko, Steve Cloutier. How the heck you doing? I am doing well. We are, we are, we're, we're getting ready to wrap it all up here. Yep. I mean, we have a long road ahead of us. We got 24 episodes of, uh, you know, possibly dubious quality TV to watch, but I think we can do this. I think we can make it. So, ladies and gentlemen, this week we are discussing season six, episode one, Jesse James. I think there was a guy out in L.A. that built motorcycles, but, you know. <laughs> um, what's that? No, that wasn't the guy who became the meme, was it? No. No. So, Never mind. He's the one that cheated on uh, uh, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, with, oh, a porn, right. with, a, with a porn star. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Oliver, what were your impressions of this episode? Okay, well, just first off, the music is horrendous. Oh, God, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had heard this story before. I had just kind of, it, 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 as soon as I heard the, the name of the person who said he still was Jesse James, I thought, oh, I remember this story. <laughs> um, was it a, an In Search Of episode? No, it was <laughs> more like a reenactment cosplay episode to yes, me, at least. Yes, yes, we have lots of cosplay in this episode. Um. Anything else, or Steve? No, I... I... Ah. Steve, what were your impressions? Well, I was going to sort of mimic what Oliver said. Is this an In Search of episode? No, this is of a holy crap, we're on season six. What the heck are we going to talk about? <laughs> yeah, leading... Let's see. Here's a barrel. Look, I can see the bottom. <sighs> leading off a season of a show with this episode is ridiculous insane i mean this is how you know you're on your last season you're done after this i don't care if you're in syndication you're you're this is it so uh but i do have something good to say about it which i'll get to later okay well enough of us here is leonard Quantrill's Raiders, the Hole in the Wall Gang. Colorful names for bands of outlaws that roamed the West during and after the Civil War. No one earned more fame, however, than Jesse James, the Robin Hood of Western outlaws. 
Most historians maintain that Jesse was killed six years after his doomed Northfield, Minnesota raid. Yet in 1948, J. Frank Dalton claimed he was Jesse James. Is it possible that Jesse James could have perpetrated a hoax on the entire country for over 60 years? Ooh, Old West cosplay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, let, let me ask you guys. Uh, did anyone else get like that twinge in your chest when you heard the the, the name J Frank and then you know then, yeah. then, then it was Dalton and I was like oh, <laughs> it's not Hitchens uh, or Hitching. <laughs> but we, we now get previews of whether Hitchens is going to write an episode because yes. they've changed the opening to uh, I, I don't know whether it was a Writers Guild thing, but uh, it, it tells you who wrote it and directed and produced it mm-hmm. right up front now. You yeah. Know? And this is uh, Deborah Weger or whatever her name is. She, yeah. she, she's like the you know kind of the boring episode writer. <laughs> yeah, it seems like I, I think she's kind of like the staff writer kind of thing. Yeah, now. probably. And this declaration that he was the Robin Hood of the West. Now, maybe Steve, you can help me with this, but Robin Hood, I think, was a fictional character, was mm-hmm. he not? Yes, he was. Okay. Uh, well, as this episode goes on. He really wasn't giving to the rich, giving to the poor from taking from the rich because it only happened once, and then he just recovered the money. Yeah. yeah, he gave he gave to the poor, who gave to the rich, which he took from the rich. So. And it only happened once. Yeah, <laughs> if if it happened at all. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, I have I have here uh Jesse James was the Robin Hood of Western Outlaws. Okay. Uh uh let's see. But yeah, we get uh uh let's see. Yeah, and of course uh there's people claiming to be other people because it wouldn't be in search of without that plot twist. No. <laughs> and then we, we get a musical opening which uh to, oh, to Oliver's to Oliver's <laughs> relief. <laughs> I did not record. Oh, thank you, my friend. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear some really bad, um, uh, what do you what do you call that? It, it's almost it, it's the American Pie of the Old West. Yes. <laughs> Let me put it that way. It's, it's called the Ballad of Jesse James. I said, "Ooh, a musical opening." I did not feel like capturing this clip. <laughs> so. So now we are on to the next clip, which does not include any singing. On April 3rd, 1882, Jesse James was straightening a picture when suddenly a gunshot was fired. Reports said that Jesse James was dead. Was it really Jesse James who was shot in the head that day in Kearney, Missouri? By examining his life, we will perhaps find an answer to the question of his death. The moral of this story, kids, is never straighten a picture without a gun. <laughs> yes. No, no, no feng shui without weapons, yeah. people. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I have here, uh, yeah, they were hardly Robin Hoods. You know, they, they, apparently, they apparently held up and robbed a banker who was taking the mortgage payment from the woman <laughs> that they helped. So, you know... You, you you know he gave the woman the money she paid the banker and then when the banker was on his way back to the bank to deposit the money 
Jesse James came by and robbed him and took his money back and probably some other money, too. So he made out. As I said, if the story is true. If the story is true, yes. Which I doubt. Right. Um. So so apparently Frank James was quiet and Jesse was loud and, ag- uh, and aggressive. So yeah, they were uh, you know, they were brothers. What could I say? <laughs> Wonderful. And now we have the Van Halen brothers of the Old West. This is fantastic. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. You know, lot, lots of history around the James gang. Not not the one from Cleveland though. No. <laughs> uh, no Rocky Mountain Way here. No. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> No, Rocky Mountain Way was Joe Walsh. Yeah, Funk 49. Funk 49. There are plenty of songs by the James Gang. Well, I'll have to do a James Gang episode one day. Um, the, the, the band not... We're doing a James Gang episode right now, but... Uh, this is getting confusing. Which podcast are we on? Yeah, really. That was my fault. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to best episode ever. <laughs> So uh yeah their their last they they cover their last bank robbery which by the way uh for the clips on this clip 2 came at 3 minutes and 10 seconds into the episode clip 3 comes at 14 minutes and 14 seconds because <laughs> I did not want to get I, it it was so hard to get anything about this last uh this last robbery because well it's I don't know. It was a lot of clip clopping of horses and shooting, yeah. and you know, the rest of it. You get the you get the story of the bank robbery, but you know, you'd have to get all like like a whole like eight minute clip of it. So, um, their their last bank robbery uh, was due the the problem behind it was uh, probably their arrogance that they've been getting away with it for so long. That you know, they just, eh, we we've done this before, no problem, and and they and the, the, they cosplayed their own robbery. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're wearing white dusters, right? <laughs> I, I think there's a little element of pageantry there that may have been a giveaway, <laughs> right? You think? Ah, uh, and we get plenty of reenactments in this episode, and lots of gunfire. Um, so <laughs> they were, they were planning another raid when Jesse noticed that a picture on the wall was crooked. So uncharacteristically, Jesse took off his gun so that he could more easily straighten the picture. Charlie Ford motioned to his brother to stand. Bob being the more accurate of the two men stood, took careful aim and shot Jesse in the head. Both Ford brothers claimed it was an accident. Could it be, however, part of a plot to end the pursuit of Jesse? It is known that Jesse's mother refused to identify the body. Some have said that the man shot was not Jesse James. Others have said that James lived incognito for the next 60 years under an assumed name. So, yeah, Jesse James' mother refused to identify him. Uh, apparently, it would come out later in this episode that uh, the the reason the reason dear old mom didn't want to identify the body is because she didn't want anyone getting the reward money. 
<laughs> for killing him. And it's never explained whether somebody, whether Robert Ford did get it. Who knows? No, he he was he was convicted of first degree murder and sentenced to death. Oh, oh okay. So, so <laughs> no reward, no reward so money a, for you. So wait, a, wait, wait, okay. So there's a reward for Jesse James, dead or alive. I'm presuming they bring him in dead, and they, you know, instead of getting the reward, you get jail. He he was he was from what I've heard, he was quite surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would be too. Swerve. He, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was he was eventually pardoned. He wasn't executed. He was eventually pardoned, but but he was quite surprised to be arrested <laughs> and charged with murder. Uh so in nineteen forty eight a gentleman by the name of J. Frank Dalton, not hitching. Ooh, dramatic uh, pause by our host. <laughs> yes. Claimed to be the real Jesse James and even signed an affidavit. That's it. it that that settles it right there. He he signed an affidavit saying that you, how could he be lying? Okay, can did, did you know? Did you notice there my uh, my sarcasm in that? Okay, uh, there was even a parade in Lawton, Oklahoma, for this guy claiming to be the real Jesse James. They they held a parade for him. <laughs> Come on, he can't be lying. Again, sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, his story is also questionable because it, nobody's sure if his name is actually Frank Dalton. Um, <laughs> because there was an actual, there was another Frank Dalton. Yes. Who's famous. Yeah. Right? That's not this guy. Um, who, who was a, a, like a, a sheriff, a, like a lawman. Um, and he was claiming to be the other Frank Dalton. Until people figured out that he wasn't that Frank Dalton, and then he decided that he was going to change and decide that he was claiming to be Jesse James. No, 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 not not that Frank Dalton. That Frank Dalton. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh dear Lord. So nobody's quite sure if Frank Dalton is actually his real name or not. They're not <laughs> still not sure who he is. But but then his name might not even be Frank Dalton. It might be Jesse James. Could cue be. the sound. Cue the cue the sound effects. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, let us let us take you back to another one of our previous episodes where uh, sort of a similar thing happened. I'll refresh your memory. I spit on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> if only J. Frank Dalton wore a hat yes. and had cats. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, all right, next clip. There's absolutely no question but Bob Ford killed Jesse James. I don't think there's any question that Bob Ford killed Jesse James on that day as he says he did. Dalton maintained that it wasn't Jesse who was shot, but a man named Charlie Bigelow. No one has ever been able to identify who who Charlie Bigelow was. There was no gang member ever named Charlie Bigelow. And as far as we've been able to find, we've never found any instance of anyone that they associated with named Charlie Bigelow. But then, somebody came out out and found a gravestone with uh, the Bigelow brothers' names on them. Uh, You know what? Honestly, I really don't care. 
this is the I think I think you've just nailed it, Jason. What the problem with this episode is is what is there to care about? <laughs> Every everybody involved is dead. We discover that he was a Confederate soldier as well. Mm-hmm. So again, I, why am I why am I caring? Okay, not just a Confederate soldier. He was part of the Quantrill's Raiders. Oh. Yeah. Um, and uh, let me just check my dates here. On August twenty first, eighteen sixty three, Quantrill's Rain, Raiders massacred two hundred men and boys uh, in Lawrence, Kansas. Well, they weren't very nice, now were they? So. But he's a- but he's a Robin Hood. Uh-huh. Yeah, so why 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 are we caring about this guy? Although I will say that the two guys who were mm-hmm. the who were the Jesse James uh, experts. Uh-huh. I love a person who still calls it Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> that's that's very old school. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. So Jesse's mother, uh, apparently refused to identify the body initially because she didn't want anybody to claim the reward. Um, and apparently he was, uh, Jesse James was also a family man and would never leave his wife and children to be, you know, in the destitute state that they were left in. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm going to say, honestly, I believe that part right there. That that w- it was Jesse James who was shot in the head and killed and buried and you know has a gravestone and you know, you know legend around him and you know fake stories of being a Robin Hood or you know at least uh you know uh yeah so you know I I I believe that you know he probably was a family man he probably loved his wife and kids and he would never leave them you know. In the state that they were left in, which uh, I, I'm assuming is well documented. So, yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that. Anyone? Um, well, they did exhume his body. Okay. And do DNA tests. Aha. Uh-huh. And um, the guy who was killed by Bob Ford was Jesse James. Well, there we go. <laughs> all right. So now, you know, I felt like Maury Povich there. Excellent. Because you are, in fact, the father. (laughs) (laughs) And and Anna Anderson still is not (laughs) (laughs) Anastasia. Luke Skywalker. Next Maury. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Final clip. Both men are now dead. Who knows if the true Jesse James is buried in the plot in Kearney, Missouri. Well, now we know, thanks to, yes, thanks to Steve Moripovich Cloutier, <laughs> that it in fact is Jesse James. Okay. Now what, that did we they know. Use a, what did they use as a reference point for his DNA? Uh, well, the, the, he he did have at the time it was 1995, and he did have uh, living female relatives. Ah, ah, yes. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're if you are going to die, make sure you leave female relatives, you know, to live on, because mitochondrial DNA. Yeah. And my phone is going off. Okay, so. <laughs> <sighs> you get you get top quality professional podcasting here. <laughs> so, anyone have anything to add? Not me. 
I have one thing to add. Add one thing, Steve. And this is kind of a positive thing. Is the one thing that I did like about this episode. Yes. Comes from the fact that I teach cultural studies. Okay. Because this is a great story. And this episode is a great way of sort of showing how myths and legends about people get created. Mm -hmm. I know exactly why they created him as a Robin Hood character. After the loss in the Civil War, the the Confederacy, the Southerners wanted some kind of symbol of resistance against the North. And so they created this story of this Jesse James who becomes this, um, you know, mythic hero, you know, the, the, the great Southerner who, who fought for um, the Southern cause, who fought for the Confederacy, and then was was this great guy and then was uh, brutally killed mm -hmm. by being shot in the back of the head. That. Damn. Because <laughs> that's what the Robin Hood stories are, are there for, too. The The only difference, of course, is Robin Hood was not a real person. Right. Jesse James is a real person. But that's mm -hmm. what that's why the Robin Hood stories develop as a way of uh, of writing about resistance against authority. Um, and so I, I can see exactly why Jesse James became this character. And so this episode, I would actually teach in a cultural studies class to talk, to talk about that. Cool. Excellent. Th this is why we keep Steve around and pay him the big bucks. I mean, we, I, I did uh, double his salary from last season. He did. Yeah, watch. Quite generous. I didn't get that memo. Hold on. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry, Oliver. We're we're getting to you. I'm going on strike. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> uh so any anything else? Any? No, just the just the, the the beginning of the end, as it were. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Oliver, tell people where they can find you on the internet with your uh, you can... three times. Uh, your 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 triple raise. Ooh. I tripled your salary. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> oh okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Oliver Rockside. Stephen. I, I, I suspect somebody's going to go to another trip to Las Vegas soon. Then uh, <laughs> triple the salary. Um, you can find me on the Twitter at Doc Pinko. You can find me at Alien CG, and you can find this podcast at Illuminati Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, I admit it, I'm Jesse James. Or I'm J. Frank Dalton, or maybe I'm J. Frank Hitching. Have a good week, everyone. Toodles, kids. See ya.